Welcome to PerfCast, the official podcast of the Police Executive Research Forum. As we wrap up our nationwide look at PERF's HBCU intern program, we visit two of the largest metropolitan areas in the Midwest, Chicago and Minneapolis. As a student at Morehouse College in Atlanta, Thomas Barnes returned to his hometown of Chicago to intern with the Chicago Police Department. Here's his conversation with PERF Executive Director Chuck Wexler. Tell me a little bit about, where, where did you grow up, Thomas? I grew up on the south side of Chicago in the Beverly neighborhood. Um, that's where I lived the entire time. I was in Chicago until I moved to Atlanta for college. When you were growing up in Chicago, did you have any interactions with the police at all? What was the view of the police growing up in Chicago? So my view of the police is a little bit different than most people's because my father is was a former police officer in Chicago. So um, I was able to understand the the more personal side of being an officer, but I also share some of the cultural trauma that African-American people share from seeing the mistreatment of our people to police. So I, I had a pretty like grand view of the police and their, and their job and their importance in the, in the city and in general. Yeah. I mean, because you, you, you kind of saw both sides. I'm sure you, you had, you know, your, your dad was a police officer, but then you also experienced what a lot of kids in Chicago might experience. Is that fair? That is, that's, that's completely accurate. You had a more complicated view of policing in Chicago than most, right? You had an eyewitness yeah. view. Your, your dad's a cop, and then you're out in the streets, and so you're seeing everything, right? Yeah. I, a lot of my friends didn't have that. Most of my friends didn't have that uh, same experience having a family member or a friend, someone that they knew personally as a police officer. So when I would talk to them about, you know, like, police are regular people just like us, like, they, they would have a hard time being receptive to that type of information. Why did you pick Morehouse? Morehouse is a really good school. Um, Morehouse, I chose Morehouse because of the the great history that follows Morehouse. It's associated with the name. I wanted to be a I want to be a doctor. I want to be a surgeon. And Morehouse has the the structure and the facilities to help me reach my ultimate goal. As well as Morehouse men are in all fields and excelling. Because of the school I chose, I want to be a pioneer in any of my endeavors in medicine. So you leave Chicago. You go to Morehouse. And you want to be a doctor. Uh, you're studying, you know, medicine and and so forth, pre med. You had a very unique internship. Can you talk about it? Yeah, the Chicago Police Department took great care of me this summer. The forensics department, um, Lieutenant Jacobs, Miss Lakeisha Roy, like they all took really good care of me and made sure I um, I had a great experience this summer. But I spent I spent the majority of my time in the forensics lab, learning about the job of an evidence technician. You went to the medical examiner's office. You also went to the morgue. What what was that like? Here you are. You want to be a doctor, and and you're uh, visiting the morgue. I did. I, I spent the I spent an entire week, a week and like two days of another week at the medical examiner's office, just watching the. I got to watch the autopsies. I got to see the police side of it, how they collect the evidence, how they analyze the, um, like you know the, the different bullets or the knife knife wounds or whatever the case like. I got a, I got a pretty complete experience from my time at the uh, medical examiner's office. So this is this is interesting. You want to be a doctor? Is this the first time you had been exposed to, you know, bodies and people who had died and anal and you know autopsies? Is that the first time? So I I've um I've like cut cartilage off bones before, but it was off a pig femur, so it wasn't completely um, comparative to the experience that I just had. But I've never I've never been around anything as um, intense as my time at the medical examiner's office. This is definitely my first experience with 
people being cut open, like definitely around deceased people. I, I don't I don't have any experience with deceased people outside of um my time at the medical examiner's office. How did that impact your desire to be a medical to be a physician? So the first time, the the very first time that I saw it, I was a little I was a little shaken up because the autopsy process is pretty pretty brutal. I've never seen one before. But ultimately it just motivated me to I'm not I'm not necessarily super interested right now in um being a medical examiner, but I'm only 21. I have a long, long time to go before I get to decide where I, the kind of type of doctor I would like to be. But that definitely motivated me and pushed me to to know for sure this is what I want to do because that was I was just so fascinated watching the autopsies. Like that was the that was the coolest experience that I've had to to in my entire life to this point. Like I I really enjoyed my experience and I got to. There's only Cook County is a huge county. That's that's the I was in the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office. Cook County is a huge county. And there's only one chief. There's only been two in the entire time that the medical examiner's been a thing. There's only been two chief officers. I got to meet. I got to meet one and talk to her. And she was walking through the process and how she became the chief medical examiner. That was just a cool experience. That's not. That's not something people get to do every day. So you you did that, and then as I understand it, you actually um, were involved in uh, helping process an entire crime scene it, it, with with the assistance of others. I might add, right? What was that? I was, yeah. That was the that was the third day of my ride-alongs that I got to actually help process a crime scene. Uh, the woman the woman's home had been burglarized on the twenty seventh floor, which was mind blowing to me, just because like that's not, that's something that I wouldn't expect to happen. But her um her home ended up getting burglarized on the twenty seventh floor, and the thing that stuck with me the most was just how she she felt so insecure and so like unsafe in her house, and that really stuck with me. But in terms of processing the crime scene, it was really cool to be able to do it in real life because they, they taught us the in the class I took, which was five weeks, they taught us the signs to look for and the places that you check for fingerprints and DNA and things like that. But it's a lot more no there's no one there to guide myself and the the other ET that was actually processing the crime scene. There's no one there to guide us. So we had to do everything ourselves. It was I enjoyed looking for clues to help solve the crime. So you're you know, you're 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 at a crime scene, you're processing that. Uh, you're at the morgue medical examiner's office. You're meeting the medical examiner, and you're working with cops. You're around cops. I mean, how did the whole experience feel to you? Um, this was definitely an experience that I that I needed. Like I said earlier, my dad was a police officer, so I, I kind of I've had an interpersonal relationship with police officers before this, but mostly it was just African American police officers. I haven't had too many experiences with police officers of any other race, and and I got I got that over the summer, and it helped me to see the person behind the badge. And it helped me to understand that police care. Like before, before this experience, I didn't know. It sounds kind of crazy, but I, I didn't know that the police cared about the communities they were serving. I thought that they, I thought that they looked at it more as a as a job or an obligation, a way to pay their family. But a lot of the people on the force actually care about the people in the communities and hope that they can help bring in some closure in whatever aspect that is. Thanks to Thomas for sharing his experience with our listeners. We now turn to Ayana Newcomb a Howard University criminology major who interned with the Elgin Police Department located about 40 miles west of Chicago. Here's her conversation with Chuck Wexler. Tell me a little bit about you and where you grew up. So I grew up on the north side of Chicago, which to most people is known as like the better side of Chicago. But I kind of, I've had family all over the place, all in Chicago. Chicago, where I grew up, was pretty diverse. So my neighborhood was a mix of black, Hispanic, white. I grew up around a lot of different cultures. 
my mom is Cuban Mexican, so I grew up with those cultures. My dad is black. Um, and just there, I'm the oldest of five siblings. So we grew up kind of middle, middle class, lower middle class. And I went to Lane Tech, which is a college prep in Chicago. It's a pretty, it's a pretty great school. So that was a really nice experience. It's kind of how I ended up at Howard. I had a great advisor there and they kind of prepare you to get into really good schools throughout your high school experience. Talk to me about before you got to Elgin, just sort of your perspectives on policing, like what you thought about policing. For me, policing was, I was looking at it as more through like a critical lens, what could be done better. I was recently doing research on like juvenile incarceration and how policing is really punitive when it comes to juveniles and youth. So I was coming into the department expecting to see a, a lot of just like sending kids to jail, there being no diversion programs, no community engagement. And that's kind of the lens I saw policing through. Like there was no community aspect of it, kind of just leaving just jail, jail for anything and just more sentencing than than needs to be and things like that. And um, what did you think you wanted to to do when you graduated Howard? What, what, what kind of, uh, uh, goals or career aspirations did you have? I wanted to be a criminal defense lawyer, and I also was considering getting a PhD in criminology. I um, I talked to your the police chief of Elgin this morning, and I was asking her about you. She she met you, and she said you said something like, "What's going on here?" She did, she was sort of caught off guard by your question. Do you remember that encounter? I remember that. Because I was just so shocked by how nice and receptive everyone was throughout my entire first week. Everyone I met, they were open to have these conversations about bias and race. Sometimes they would even introduce the conversation about bias and race. Or they would just be like, I would be like, I'm from, I'm doing an internship with Perth. I'm here to look at reforms. And normally... I was expecting like kind of like a recoil when they heard the word reform. And everybody was like, oh, okay, so what can we do better? And I was just like, this is not what I was expecting walking into a police department. Everyone's so nice and just receptive of me being there. And everyone is so willing to help. Let's talk a little bit about your experience. You went on a national night out. What was that like? That was so interesting to be a part of. There were so many different neighborhood parties. I didn't know that National Night Out was even a thing before I got there. And it's really big. I was helping plan it almost the entire time I was there. And so I was a mascot escort. So I got to go to three of the different parties, one officer hosted, and then two of the neighborhood parties. And I just didn't realize how big these block parties were to to the communities, especially the officer hosted one. I think the one I went to had around 300 people there. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I never experienced anything like that growing up in Chicago. So seeing that in a suburb not too far away, was, it was like, wow. And it was a lot of fun, too. And then you, you went on patrol uh, in with different officers. Talk about what was that like? You're in a police car now, and you're riding around with police officers. I initially thought I, there's the, kind of like this barrier where it's like, 
between police officer and intern where now they have to do an extra step of work just to make sure that you're okay because obviously you don't have that training so there's always like there's always like well if something happens run run and hide so that's always the first conversation they have with you so it's kind of nerve-wracking at first like oh my gosh but it actually went pretty well they were all like open having conversations like we could talk our whole ride-alongs I think one of the most one of the things that I was most surprised about is how much multitasking they have to do, like listening to the radio. Then they have the things they have to type in on their computers on top of just anything else that's going on. And the decision making has to be extremely, extremely quick, especially if it's like the lights and silence calls. So after the like initial nerves, it's actually just nice to kind of see what they the things that they do and the steps that they take when it comes to making an arrest or pulling someone over. So you said you you got to see everything like a arrest booking bonding how did the how did you feel the police treated the person that they were arresting how did that look there was a lot of respect in every single i think i've seen three arrests when i was there and in every single one it was always like hey this is why i'm arresting you this is what's going on i'm letting you know at one point one of the arrestees didn't have on a shirt he was like hey here's your shirt, put on your shirt. I hope you stay, I hope you stand up. Just like, you'll be fine. It was a lot of like talking everyone through the process. And this was with every officer. And it was always, it just always seemed to be fair from my point of view. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, are you just doing this because I'm here or is this natural? And for the most part, it was, it was, even when I was in the car, I could hear one of the officer's radios from the car and the conversation was still respectful when I wasn't around. Yeah, I mean because what you're what you're seeing is, you know, you're you're having a chance to talk to the police officers at different points in time. One when they're just riding around in the cars, and then two when all of a sudden they have to arrest someone and you're probably trying to think, you know, is this person a different person when they arrest them? You know, do they have to be different and it, it sounds to me like it you were sort of seeing the police officers beginning, middle, and end in terms of how they dealt with people. You you went to rope camp. What is that? What was rope camp? So that's the resident officer of program the resident officer program of Elgin. And those officers host a camp for like 25 kids and they take them up to the YMCA Camp Duncan. And all those kids get to do archery, they'll play soccer. We did slingshot paintball. There was a splash pad. So they kind of get that camp experience that they would have never gotten otherwise. And these are all kids from the communities where those rope officers live. You're, you're now back at Howard. How, how did this experience impact your overall thinking? One of the main takeaways for me was that officers are still people and there can be good people with badges. And I think coming from Chicago and being at Howard, I've always taken a really critical lens when it comes to policing. And I, but I've never got to sit in a squad car. I've never been behind the wheel of a squad car or I've never had a badge to see kind of the processes of policing and what everything involves. So now when I am being critical, I can think, I can come at it with a holistic view. I've seen what they do. I've seen what pretty much what it takes. So if I'm, if I would like to propose a reform, I know that whatever I'm proposing would be 
beneficial to all parties and it would make it would make the most sense so it just gave me a really holistic approach to how i look at police how i look at policing thanks ayana Finally, we go to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where Alabama A&M student Jayla Hall interned with the Minneapolis Police Department. Despite having no first-hand experience with the city, Hall chose it as the location of her internship. Here's her conversation with Chuck Wexler. Jayla, just can you tell me a little bit about where you grew up? Well, I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. I might be biased, but I think it's an amazing city. Florida itself is very beautiful. I grew up, you know, close to the beach and always going out and being out near the water. So I, I love that about Jacksonville and the people are great. The food is great. So it's just all around great city. I'm, I'm very proud to be from Jacksonville. And you're a, you're a uh, criminology, law, public administration, social work major. Is that right? Yes, sir. I'm a criminal justice major with a minor in sociology. So, okay. So this was kind of your field. Now, Jayla, you you selected Minneapolis. You're from Jacksonville, Florida, and you selected Minneapolis. That's interesting. Tell me how what went into that. So I got the list of like all the available cities that was left, and I was looking at all of them, and I was like, wow, they're all far from home. I've never been to any of these states before. So it was definitely like kind of a nervous thing. Like I didn't really know where I would go from there. So you picked Minneapolis. You you had never been to Minneapolis, right? Never. So Jacksonville, Florida, you go to Minneapolis. I mean, you know, let's be honest, Minneapolis has had some issues in the last year. Were you a little apprehensive? I was, just because I've seen like all the stuff that was going on in the news and social media. Like I felt like that was it was almost like war grounds over there. But part of me knew that if you guys were going to partner with them and allow people to go and intern with them. It wasn't going to be too bad. You did go to Minneapolis. In fact, I think your mother went with you, right? I mean, she was a little concerned. Yes, sir. She flew in with me and stayed about two nights with me just so I can get settled in. All right. So now uh, you're in Minneapolis. Can you tell me a little bit about what, what your first impressions were when you went to the police department and, you know, how that kind of unfolded. And I mean, let's face it, it's, it's something brand new. You've never been to Minneapolis. There's been, you know, you know, some issues that they faced. What was that? What was that first experience? Like, if you remember, it was, it was a little strange, I guess, mainly because I didn't mainly work in like a precinct. I worked in a training facility and so the training facility is actually an old elementary school. So the first day that I, you know, pulled up and I was like, oh, this is it. Like it's it looked like a elementary school. So that was that was kind of different. But as soon as I started talking to like Sergeant Boyd and Miss Kathy and everyone who I was really like working around, I was like, okay, this is gonna be a good experience. So they they really helped me to navigate the city, told me about all the good food spots. It made me feel at home and welcome. You felt you felt at home. Well, that, that 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 says a lot. In the course of your travels, you would actually meet a lot of police, but then you would also, I believe, meet the uh, the sheriff uh, in in Hennepin County. What what was that like? What was that experience? If you remember, she was amazing. She, I, first of all, I didn't even know she was the sheriff at first, and I actually met her at 
it was a Somali festival for a Somali week. And on their Independence Day, they had this huge like festival in the streets. And our booth was next to, well, the Minneapolis Police Department booth was right next to the sheriff. She came up and everyone was like, that's the sheriff, that's the sheriff. And I was like, wow, the sheriff is a black woman. Like that's, <laughs> like that was so surprising to me. But like I talked to her and like she's such a nice person. And I can tell she genuinely cares about like what she's doing in her job. So I love that. And then you do different things like uh, you attended uh, training and you saw like defensive tactics and so forth. What was that like? It was interesting. I think we did we did two days. And each day we did a different scenario. And on one of the days, it was a noise ordinance complaint. So basically the officers in training would come up and they would just handle the situation as they would just regular out in the streets. After that, the one of the officers, Officer Scott, she would, you know, correct them and be like, you did this well, but you could have did this better. You could have talked more out. You could have established your presence more instead of just knocking on the door and saying, you need to turn your music down saying, hey, how are you? Are you the owner of the residence? You know, really teaching them how to go through that that step-by-step process. Like talking to them as people as opposed to, as opposed to ordering them around, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. You, um, as part of that, you, you went on two ride-alongs too. Talk about your ride-alongs. What was that like? Were you a little apprehensive going on a ride-along with the police? I was honestly more excited than anything. I told my mom and she was like, um, aren't you scared? I was like, no, not really. Like by this point I had been in Minneapolis for about a month. So like I, I, I had a good understanding of the city and the officers that I was with were great. So you're doing ride-alongs. And then I, I believe that you were uh, one of the students who came to our annual meeting in New York. What had, first of all, two things, one, you're coming to New York. Second, you're coming to this annual meeting of police executives. Can you comment on you know what that experience was like i've been to new york before but only with family so kind of going there and like flying out by myself that was that was a new experience all the interns were very nice i i really do appreciate that especially because i was able to connect with so many students my age and hear their perspective hear what they're doing in their police departments and and then your opinions about minneapolis uh, how did your perception of minneapolis from a distance compared to what Minneapolis wound up to be for you? First of all, I didn't know Minneapolis was such a diverse and expansive city. It may be small, but there's just so much going on in that city, good and bad. But I definitely thought that the bad outweighed the good. And I was pleasantly surprised when I was always enjoying my nights out, enjoying my weekends, and even enjoying working with the police department. You know, you're back, you're back at school now. And you're in the criminal justice area and you've got to kind of think about your future. What thoughts do you have going forward? How might this experience have any impact on how you think about life or how you think about what you want to do in the future and how you think about the police? For like a career aspect, it's definitely changed because prior to this internship, I was very set on only going to the FBI. That was my one goal. And now I feel like I, I might start off local and be a police officer for several years before I transition into that federal level because you truly can't, I feel like you can't really understand everything at the federal level unless you know what's going on local-wise. And just in general, what I learned is I feel like my social skills have grown a lot over the summer 
from being a part of the internship. I was a very shy person, kept to myself, especially being in New York and having to get out there and socialize and network. That really changed my perspective. So now it's like when I walk into a room, I no longer, you know, sit in the back and talk to someone that I already know. I sit in the front and I socialize with the people around me. Thanks for listening to this episode of PerfCast, the official podcast of the Police Executive Research Forum. Please be sure to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. For more information on Perf, visit www.policeforum.org or follow us on Twitter at Police Forum. Thanks again for listening.